we have been talking about, does anybody remember? No gas in the tank. Anybody feel like that this week? Just me? There we go. Talked about how the heavier the load you carry, the worse gas mileage you get. How we need to lighten our load. I've been talking about people being on overload. We're on overload physically, emotionally, relationally. We're overloaded at school. We're overloaded at work. We're overloaded with our kids, with our health, with our finances. All of the above. If you remember from last week, Jesus summarizes how to handle stress in three very simple sentences from his word. It will help you more than any self-help book will help, better than any pill will help, better than any conference you can go to. These statements of strategy that Jesus gives us will reduce our stress. Look right here in Matthew 11. It says, Come to me, all you are, who are tired and carry, carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, because I'm gentle and humble in spirit, and you will find rest for your souls. For the yoke I give, for the yoke I give, the, for the yoke I give you is easy, and the load I will put on you is light. Three important words that we started with from last week. It's these words, come, take, and learn. And do you see all of those are action words for us, not him. God likes us to take action. Bless you, my goodness. Choking on the chocolate already. God likes us to take action. You know what God says to do about seed time and harvest? He says to plant seed. Get seed in the ground. The Lord wants us to walk in righteousness. The Lord wants us to ask. The Lord wants us to be doers. We can't earn our salvation, but once we're saved, we are supposed to change into a light, into salt, into a change agent that makes a difference in our community, makes a difference in our family, makes a difference in our church. What difference can you make if you do nothing? None. Are you with me? Come, take, learn. Three very important learn, uh, lessons that we learned from here. And last week we looked at point number one about lowering your stress. Number one, I will find rest when I come to Jesus. It's the starting point. And it's not just about salvation. Let me tell you, I've had to have, some, had, have, to had some come to Jesus moments this week. Even when the sun's shining. I need come to Jesus moments. Even when it's raining. It's not just when it's bad. I need Jesus at all times. I must come to him. I must turn to him. Second step gets a little tougher. We've dealt with this before. Step number two. Give up control. I bet nobody under 20 even knows who that is right there. Maybe even under 30. That's how old I am. Lucy, she's a control freak. Amen? Amen. Come to Jesus, step one. Give up control, step two. It's so important when you're over on overload because you're trying to control too much. I've got to make it all work. Can I just give you a tip? You are not the general manager of the universe. 
You've not been given that job. Give you another tip. If you resign, the world won't fall apart. You know, I had an employee one time at one, at one of the jobs that I had where I was the manager, and a person told me, if I left, this place would fall apart. I didn't, I just said I. I didn't say he or she. What? No, the person said, here I am. If I left, this place would fall apart. We'll leave. You know, when we, we, when we start taking the wrong authority and the wrong role, everything gets messed up. When you start thinking it's all about you and you're holding everything together, you know what? It's not going to work. It's not all about you. God's got it all together. We work with Him. We are not to be control freaks. I don't have to hold it all together. You know, if you were to take a test and get a bucket of water and put your hand into it, and put, pull your hand out, see what kind of hole you would leave in that water. None. A little bit of water might have come out, but you're not making any impact on that bucket of water. The greater your need to control, the more stress is going to be in your life. And I know what some of you are thinking. You're thinking, I'm not a control person, but I'm married to a control person. Right on cue. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> I hope that makes it on the tape. <laughs> I know my wife would say that. I'm not a control person, but my husband is. And you know what? To an extent, I think she's probably right. Let me tell you, everybody is a high control person. Everybody. Just in different ways. Some are overt. Some are obvious. They go about bossing everybody around. You do this and you do that and the world would be a great place if you would just do what I told you to do. But maybe you're not that overt. But everybody wants control. I've not met anyone who doesn't want control of their own wife in some, their own wife, their own life in some way. <laughs> Don't give me this, you know, what's really in your heart's what's coming out. No, that's not right. No. They're not so blatant. Trust me on this. You say, I'm not, but yeah, you are. Yes, we are. We just do it in other ways that people don't see, and maybe everybody doesn't see. But everybody wants control. Well, here's the second solution. Jesus says, first come to me. Then what does he say? He says, take my yoke upon you. Now, I've used this as a prop before, but here it is again. Here is a yoke. Um, this was my grandfather's. My grandfather in uh, this year passed away, and now this is mine. And you know what? Of all the things I could get, this is one of my most valued, valuable things from him. Because of the scriptural reference, he was such a man of God, but it was his, and he used it. He worked it. Um, I honestly, and I talked to Pastor Stephen and my wife about it, I honestly wanted to try to preach with this thing around my neck. And if you want to come up here and, and handle it, it's heavy. It's got to be heavy for it to be able to be worked out in the field, for two animals to be able to pull and push and drive and it not fall apart. 
But the reason I wanted to wear it today is how stupid I would look. Number one, I would hurt. I'd get sores. I would have a hard time doing my job. Number two, I'd look like a fool. Why? Because it's not made to be, it's not made to be worn by a single person. Scripture says, take my yoke upon you. The yoke you're carrying was not just meant for you. You look dumb walking around with this weight on you. You're not supposed to walk around like that. My yoke, my burden is easy. My, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. You say, wait a minute. Take my yoke upon you. That doesn't sound so relaxing. It sounds like I'm taking on more. It sounds like a burden. No, I don't need to take on more. I need to take off. I'm already carrying way too much. Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. You know, a yoke is not the yellow part of an egg. It is, but that's not the yoke we're talking about. It's the single piece of wood made for two farm animals together so that the load is shared and the load is lighter. A yoke's not a harness. A harness you put on a cow or a horse or a camel or an elephant or whatever. They have to pull the whole load. You know what? I've got one of those. I've got a single yoke. I have that in my garage. It's my grandfather's too. But they pull the entire cart with a harness. With a yoke, you team up with two or more together so the load is halved. It's lightened. The purpose is to make it easier on the animal, not harder. Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. The yoke is a symbol. It's a symbol of two things. Number one, it's a partnership. Jesus said, I never meant for you to carry all the problems that you're carrying by yourself. Let me help you. I never meant for you to carry all that stress, all that burden, all those difficulties, all those worries by yourself. Yoke up with me. Team up with me. Partner up with me. And I will help carry the load. Jesus isn't saying, I'm going to add to your load. He's saying, take some load off onto me. God doesn't have a load. God doesn't get tired. God has a stronger back than you. So when you yoke up with Jesus, it's not so you can share his load. It's so he can share your load. So he can help you pull what you're planning to pull. This partnership is a recipe for a reduction of stress, a reduction of the load. Here's a fact. If you're stressed right now, if you feel overloaded right now, it means at this moment you are not yoked to Jesus. You may say, Pastor, that's harsh. No, that's not harsh. That's revelation. That's relief. That's an answer to what you've been battling. You're waking up every morning saying, Lord, I'm so stressed out. And you know what he says? Take my yoke upon you. For my burden is easy. For my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. When you say I'm stressed, I'm burned out, it's a warning light going off. You may be a believer. You may be a Christian. You may be, but if you're stressed out and on overload, it means that you're having a problem with your connection to Christ. You're not yoked up to Him. You're not in partnership. 
you're not teamed up. The proof is that you're stressed out. Jesus says, my yoke is easy. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. If your yoke is not easy and your burden is not light, it means that you're pulling it by yourself. Can you guys take me the right way? I'm not trying to be hard on you in your situation at all. I'm trying to give you an answer. You may say, Pastor, it just, it's not that easy. You don't know what I'm carrying. All I ask from you today is that out of your own mouth, you say, Lord Jesus, I desire you to help me in my life. That's just the start. That's just the start. Lord Jesus, I desire to have your yoke. I desire for your burden to be easy and for your, for your yoke to be easy and your burden to be light in my life. I want you to know there is power in what you speak. You don't even have to necessarily do anything right at this moment. You will. You'll get out here and this load will try to get on you again and you'll have to take that opportunity again and seek the Lord. That's all we're talking about. Is that asking too much to get yourself out of the dark cloud that you're under? You come in here and we, we come in here and we hear good messages, but we never apply it. But we expect the result, and when we don't get the result, we blame God, or we blame the pastor, or we blame our spouse, or we blame our boss. I'm, I'm, I'm preaching this because it's where I am. It's what I do. God, why, why are we falling short right here? You know what the Lord says? You've not given it to me. You're trying to do this yourself. You want to keep trying to do it yourself? Go ahead. Have y'all been to Sam's this week? They've got these new bikes out there that you can just sit there and, you know, spin on. I, I think you can actually unhook them and ride them, or you can hook them up to this thing and, and be a stationary bike. That's what I'm on is a stationary bike. God says... You want to keep doing that? Go ahead. Go ahead. I've given you a free will. That's not my plan for you to sit on this bike and wear yourself out. Even though it's good for my health. But in my life, I don't want to be on a stationary bike. I want my bike to hit the ground and to leave a tread mark in the middle of Sam's. Says, look out, somebody's going somewhere. We're living our life and we're spinning and we're not going anywhere. And we're saying, God, this just isn't working. Your plan just doesn't work. No, no, you're wrong. His plan does work. You're just not in it. I come in here so thinking we're going to be have so fun. It's Mother's Day. We're going to have so much fun. And, you know, sometimes the Lord wants us to wake up. Quit spinning your wheels and get your wheel on the ground. How do you get your wheel on the ground? You give your load to the Lord. And you just speak it. It's, it's not that hard. God's way is not hard. It's easy-ish. It's hard because it goes against our flesh. It's hard because it goes against our pride. But once we lay our flesh and our pride down, I feel like the, the plan of God becomes easy. God doesn't make it to where we can't get through it. He makes it so difficult that we can't make it to the end and get through it. No, He makes it so big that we can fall into it. On my way falling down, I can fall into the plan of God. All I've got to do is just, Jesus! Who do I call on? 
Jesus. At the time that our brakes are skidding going down the road, my wife hollers out, Jesus! It's not a profane term. It is, I have no help. I can't do anything. Jesus. When Ruth Ann was spinning out of control on her motorcycle, all I could scream was, Jesus. You know what? She fell, and she cracked her head open, but she was okay. Do you remember my story? I'm not going to give it this morning, but you know what the Lord said? Here's a chance for you to see how great I am. In the things you're walking through, the Lord's trying to say to you, if you'll give me a chance, you can see how great I am. My yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Church, we need to speak it out. Lord, take my burden. Help me carry my burden. Help me. Help me. You know what? This thing is heavy on its own. And I don't even have it hooked to, a, to my load. This thing's heavy on its own. Take it, Lord. Take it, Lord. We must be connected to Jesus. He knows exactly where to go. You know, me and Stephen, I don't think we stuck our heads in there, but we talked about it. And it would, be fru- it would be frustrating if neither one of us were on the same page. One pulled one way, one pulled the other way. You know, when you yoke to the Lord, He will lead. If we'll let it. We can yoke to Him and then lead ourselves. And what will He do? He'll slip right back out of the yoke. We've got to let him lead. Psalm 55 verse 2. It says, pile your troubles on God's shoulders and he'll carry your load and help you out. When I'm yoked with Christ, we move together in the same direction and at the same pace. You know, no gas in the tank. That's what we're talking about is getting on the pace of the Lord. The pace of the Lord is very efficient. It gets good gas mileage. The great thing is, you don't run out of gas either. The truth is, you're going to be yoked to something. You're already yoked to something. It may be your job. It may be your expectations or the expectations of somebody else. Your parents, your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, maybe a teacher. You may be yoked to money. You may be yoked to being famous. You may be yoked to doing whatever I have to do to succeed. But you're tied to something. You may be yoked to your own ego. Bob Dylan once sang a song, You're going to have to serve somebody. It may be the devil. It may be the Lord. But you're going to have to serve somebody. Have you ever heard it? Lyndall Cooley with the Brownsville Revival recorded it. It may be the devil or it may be the, the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. If you're going to be yoked to something, you might as well choose the lightest and the easiest. Jesus said, my burden is easy. You know, the actual word is my yoke fits perfectly. That's the, what the Greek word means. It fits perfectly. And you know what? Jesus, for 30 years, was a carpenter with his father, Joseph, as a carpenter, working in his carpenter shop. 
Many people think, well, what, what did he do? You know, back in that day, they didn't build houses. Houses weren't that big. Carpenters largely made small pieces of furniture and farm equipment. So I'm certain that Jesus in his lifetime probably made many yokes. I don't know if you can tell, this thing's made of wood. It's been painted white. A good yoke maker would often find the animal and the farmer, find the animal that the farmer wanted to make the yoke for, and he would measure the animal to where it would fit the animal perfectly. It wouldn't sag, it would hit their neck just right to where, where they pulled, it wouldn't wear on them, it wouldn't rub on them. It wouldn't create bruises or scars or burns. They would find out who was going to wear it and make a custom fit. That's what God says. My yoke custom fits you. It fits perfectly. It's easy to wear because it fits you. God knows your shape. He knows how you're wired. He knows your personality. He knows what you can handle and what you can't handle. It's an exchange. He says, I'm going to take off my heavy yoke. This exchange, we say, I'm going to take off my heavy yoke and I'm going to put on God's light yoke. That's the stress reduction. I exchange all my worries, my burdens, my cares for His lighter load. I don't have to try to please anybody anymore. The fact is, if we were to do an x-ray of your life, you're not carrying one yoke, you're carrying dozens of yokes. Financial, physical, relational, work, community yokes, church yokes, all these different yokes. The yokes on you. Bring a smile. You're piled with dozens of yokes. Why don't you just take those off? The heavy ones, the ones you don't need. The Lord says, Get with me. I'll carry that for you. I'll carry that with you. We think that the antidote to stress is escape. If we could just get a week in Tahiti. The problem is, if you go to Tahiti, you go with you. You, you go. You don't somehow get out of your body and leave your body and your problems behind. Nope, they go with you. I think, well, I'll just shut my cell phone off. Yeah, good luck with that. Then you're just thinking. Who else trying to call me? I wonder how bad it really is. You can be just as stressed out laying on a white sandy beach as anywhere else. God says the answer is give up control. Come to me and give up control. Every time I give up control, God gives me peace. Where can we leave this today? What does it mean? I think that we should leave today with an attitude of gratitude. I think it's the healthiest emotion. When you're grateful, stress goes down. Doctors have proven this. The healthiest emotion is gratitude. It says, say thank you to the Lord for being so good, for always being so loving and kind. It says, thank you. I'm going to teach you a word that is uh, one of the only universal words across every um, language. It works in every language. There's one word, I believe, that is completely universal. It's the same word. It's said the same way. Anybody know what it is? Hallelujah. 
No matter what language you say that in, that's the way you say it. Everybody say, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah Hallelujah is a Hebrew word. You know what it means? Praise the Lord. All I've got to do is just say a couple hallelujahs, and my stress is reduced. Hallelujah turns my focus from my problem, my mountain, to Him. And not even to Him to say, here's my problem, God. No, I'm just saying, praise you, Lord. My focus needs to turn to you. What is hallelujah? It is, I stop what I'm doing, and I come to Jesus. Do you know how simple coming to Jesus is? Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. The name, we just sang Jesus Messiah, name above all names, precious Redeemer, blessed Redeemer, Emmanuel. What is that? You don't know what you're doing. You're coming to Jesus. Throughout your week, load up with a couple hallelujahs. Load up with a couple come to Jesus's. When the stress gets bad, react according to God's word. I come to you, Lord. I come to you, Lord. Church, can we try that? Come to Jesus and give up control. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for this day, for this Mother's Day. Lord, I thank you for my mother. Just a wonderful woman of God that has led me according to your purposes and your plan that's never given up on me when I was worthy of being given up on that never stopped praying for me when I was worthy of being given up on praying for Lord I thank you for my wife and for the mother of my children who, whom I believe will go down to the death to fight for them who loves them no matter what they may do, who's patient and kind. Lord, I just thank you today for all the mothers. Lord, I ask you to forgive us for how we treat them sometimes and how we don't honor them as your word has called us to honor them. Father, I ask you to help us today to honor our mothers. Your word says, honor your father and mother that your days may be long upon this land that the Lord thy God is giving you. That this is the first commandment with a promise. Let us honor our mothers today. Lord, I ask you with the burdens that we carry that we would stop for just a moment and say, Jesus, I come to you. I realize I can't handle this. You may not be at that point. You may not be at the point of knowing you can't handle it. Well, I hope you come to that point without having to reach the bottom. You don't have to go to the bottom to be able to say, I come to you, Jesus, for help. In fact, the Lord doesn't desire you to go to the end. He desires you to come right where you are. We come to you, Lord. And Lord, I'm ready to take off my yoke. I'm ready for you to team up with me with my yoke, with my family, with my job, with my children, with uh, my life, my relationships. I can't do it without you. Forgive me for taking on too much and leaving you out. Lord, get my bike 
my my back tire on the ground and going forward with the purpose and plan that you have for my life. If that's you, you say, Pastor, I just need somebody to pray with me. I want you to step out in just a moment. Let us pray with you. If you're battling a health issue or a financial issue or a job and you want prayer, I want you to step out and pray. Those that are ministering, come on out. You may be here and you may say, Pastor, I've never received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, but I want to today. Step out this morning and make that decision. For my burden, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We all stand with me as we sing.